King, we got another good one for you. The movement. The movement. I'm telling you, the movement. it's gonna be fire. Of color podcast episode 43. Today on the Movement of Color podcast, Byron and I talk about Disney and its racist rides. This is a this was recorded pre-sold, so forget about that for a moment. But, uh, yeah, my name is Brandon Payton Carrillo, and, uh, yeah, we're going to get started. Brandon, you ever been to Disneyland? Oh, yes, the magical kingdom. Yes, uh, we're talking about... Uh, Disneyland, not Disney World. I've never been. I don't know if you have. Uh, but Disneyland is, is you know, it's in Orange County. I live in Orange County. I literally see the fireworks, you know, back when the park was open. <laughs> um, and, you know, there wasn't a plague uh, that killed like half a million uh, Americans and who God knows how many people outside of the United States. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about Disneyland and racism. <laughs> Ooh. They kind of go hand in hand, don't they? They, they really fucking do, uh, depressingly. So, uh, there's been some news lately that uh, Splash Mountain, uh, you know, one of the most favorite rides created by the famous uh, Imagineer Tony Baxter, um, is being rethemed to uh, Princess and the Frog. Which, I mean, it, it, it's a pretty good movie, don't, don't get me wrong. But a lot of people don't fully grasp why and that's when we kind of need to you know the 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 people of color in the room need to look at all the white people and tell them please shut up we're gonna talk for a few seconds a few minutes and you need to understand (laughs) i agree so let's obviously there's even this plan is slightly problematic in its own from its own inception but let's talk about why we need to separate ourselves from splash mountain Yes. So, you know, you know, going back to the, 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 the past past when color TV wasn't even a thing yet, uh, there was this uh, little movie that, Walt, you know, the Disney company created uh, back when Disney, Walt Disney himself was still alive called Song of the South. <laughs> and if you've never heard of that movie, uh, that's because Disney has basically unmade, like basically like uh, pulled a 1984 and like unmade the movie like removed it as much as possible from like people's minds <laughs> yeah like we couldn't get this on like vhs if we tried to find it right now you, they, you they can't stream it either you, the only way you can get it is if you like somehow have like an actual physical co- an old vhs copy which they only release for a very small amount of time or uh You'd like t- basically like bootleg it. Those are the only ways you can get it. So you know, what? I'm just gonna take a, this is a little bit of a side. Just because that Disney doesn't want you to see it makes me want to see it even more. And I, I think I made up the fact that I've seen it when I know there was possibly no chance that I'd ever 
have ever came across this movie in its entirety, but I really want to see this movie now. It's it's worked for me to want to see this racist, racist, racist movie. Yes, it was. I mean, this was acknowledged as kind of racist even at the time. It was mired with controversy. It was like there were picket lines in front of movie theaters showing the movie by the NAACP. Like, it was that bad. Um, so, like, it, but it also has that kind of weird contradiction where, like, it was one, also one of the first, like, black, uh, one of the, I believe it was, like, one of the, like, Aunt Jemima-like characters. You know, like the, uh, you know, like the kitchen staff, like, one of the kitchen staff. She got an Oscar for, uh, for being, for, like, for her portrayal in the movie. Um, mm. So it becomes this kind of weird, like, oh, you got something, like, you know, some acknowledgement of uh, that black people can indeed act, but also <laughs> uh, it's an incredibly racist depiction um, and, like, really whitewashes, haha, um, the history of and, like, social relations in post reconstruct in the post reconstruction uh, South when Jim Crow started creeping in. Yeah, let's talk about how racist this movie was. I think we we really we set them up because we're like, okay, this is racist. This yeah, is cause, really cause really the, racist. The movie itself is like actually incredibly interesting because it was because there's like three segments to it. There's like the animation, you know, with you know Brer Rabbit, which you know itself is based off of like African folk, uh, West African folklore um, of like the trickster rabbit archetype god, and then. Uh, there's a live action, which is yeah, you know the uh, the story of like this little kid whose dad is basically a plantation owner in all but name, um, and Uncle Ruckus, who is like the wise old uh, black storyteller, um, who's you know has all these all this wisdom to spew out in these little in in the animated segments which are told the stories. The magical Negro. The magical AKA. Negro, basically, um, and then there's. Every once in a while, there's these segments where the live action mixes with the animation, kind of like in, uh, kind of like an early version of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or Cool World, where like there, there's like real life, real sets, but then like animation is kind of put on top of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty good. I mean, the, the, that that actually that part is like actually really good and interesting in terms of like a just from animation and, ha- and, like, how those characters react, like, how a real person re- uh, interacts with, like, cartoon characters. But, again, that's that that's all set dressing for the actual thing we want to talk about, which is the kind of the social relations and just how horribly, like, black people are treated. <laughs> uh, or, or at least, like, how the movie treats them. Yeah. And Uncle Remus also, he's happy. Oh, sorry, he, Uncle he Remus, for the old day. Yeah. Yeah, he he yearns for the old days, the old South, and when you know, yes, and women were women, women were men. <laughs> this is by by old days. That literally means slavery because, like, this is like early, like uh, it's it's already past Reconstruction, but it's early. It's still early enough where old days literally meant the old South, like the old slave holding South. Which <laughs> like, what the fuck. <laughs> Us black folks just can't handle all that freedom. So, yeah. look, you know. we were promised forty acres and a mule, and we don't have either, so we might as well go back. <laughs> yeah, which is 
you know, Walt did like Walt, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, and also you had such bangers as Zippity Doo Da, Zippity Day. Oh my god. That that shit was like Oh what a feeling. That shit was buried into every kid's skull the moment uh we would ride uh Splash Mountain. Cause it, it is incredible. I mean, it's, it's it's Disney. It's incredibly catchy. Like, we can give Walt Disney as much shit as he want. Uh, you know, as as much as he does deserve to get shit. Uh, but he's he's good at like making movies, and he's good at like pushing all those childhood buttons in your brain. I mean, like, uh, it, you know, the Disney company wouldn't be as big as it became under him if like he didn't know how to do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he he really missed his calling in working propaganda for the Fuhrer. Because I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he but he he was a patriot. I mean, an incredibly racist patriot, but he was a patriot nonetheless. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, he hates the foreigners so, as much as everyone else. But god damn it, he loves the red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> America. Uh, but yeah, so. so uh, there's there's the whole hunk, uh, Uncle Remus, uh, but then there's like the kind of social, like that kind of the way that all black people are kind of portrayed. Where like, yeah, they work hard, but you know what? They they you know they 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 love uh, working uh, through the sweat on their back. Well, you know, with the sweat down their brow, and you know they have a real like there's an honor to to physical labor, uh, and. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, they're they're happy if they can uh, sing a tune and dance a nice jig. You know, <laughs> yeah, a Negro jig. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> like even talking about this is like incredibly uncomfortable because like it is so incredibly bad. But like, and the way to say it like is uncomfortable. But there's no other way to say it. Like that's what it, that's what the movie is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that and is like, what it is. And, like, he has this kind of friendship with, uh, kind of almost like this mentorship with, like, the main kid character who's, like, the son of the plantation owner, uh, who, like, again, like, when that kid grows up will basically be, like, Uncle Remus, if, if Uncle Remus is still alive by then, um, will basically be his, like, quasi-master, because, like, again, slavery is gone, but it's the old South, and you know, J- old Jim Crow finds a way. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Remus might be might be uh, a sharecropper. Maybe I don't know. He's kind of old, so he could be retired. Yeah, but, he he just goes yeah. around st- telling stories and looking after looking after uh, the housemaster's kids. You know. Yeah, imagine They're shitty kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uncle Remus looks kind of like. If from the pictures that I've seen, he looks like if Dave Chappelle was trying to dress like Morgan Freeman. And like gained a lot of, and like, and like kind of wore a fat suit. Yeah, kind of like, wore a fat suit. But really good suit. one though, yeah. Yeah, in slave, in wore slave clothes. Even though he, he was free, he still wore kind of raggedy ass slave clothes. Yes. Yeah, and he was very happy about his condition. Again, like all, all of all the problems are interpersonal. None of them are systemic, because <laughs> of course it's Disney. <laughs> so there's obviously other things that are problematic about the film, like the Negro crows and all this other stuff. But 
I was you blew my mind when you told me that it was tied to Splash Mountain. Yes. Again, most the vast majority of like of people have no idea because again, you you like people some people kind of know like oh yeah, Song of the South. That was that one really racist movie that like uh Walt Disney put out in the 50s. Like yeah, it's kind of weird, but like whatever cuz like all the images you only really see like Uncle Remus, that's like the guy. Uh, Uncle Remus and the kid. But again, people forget about the animated segments about Br'er Rabbit, <laughs> Br'er Fox, and Br'er Bear, and uh, how the uh, the uh, the latter two want to fucking eat the former. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, Splash Mountain, uh, which, again, the only reason it's a fun fact, the only reason Splash Mountain is called Splash Mountain is because Disney was Michael Eisner, who was CEO of Disney during the eighties, uh, put out a movie uh, called Splash. It was very bad. Don't bother watching it. It that's the only re- that, that is the only time you will hear the the name Splash, uh, and at all about the movie. So they decided to call it, call it Splash Mountain as like cr- like you know like uh, inter company synergy shit. So that's the only reason. Mm. I, I am a hungry person. Like, I, I want to believe that if they didn't call it Splash Mountain, they would have decided to call it Song of the South The Ride. <laughs> that's that's Just pretty Just lean into bad. it, you know? Yeah. Try, to, try to get that orange, that, that Clanaheim crowd, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the Clanaheim. I'm not even from Southern California, but that was that's funny. Yes. And obviously with the history, it makes 100% it makes Same. sense. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, like, I, I, I've i literally had conversations with, like, friends and, and people, uh, like, in the line of the ride, like, in like uh, in the line where it's like, yeah, it's, it's based off of Sonic South, which is this, like, incredibly fucked up movie. And, like, their eyes, ex- their, like, brains explode, like, realizing that something they love so much is actually kind of fucked up. <laughs> And, like, seeing them kind of, like, they either kind of try to rationalize it and, you and like, almost always fail. Or they're, like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. And then, like, that's basically the end of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, it'd be nice if they changed it. But, I mean, who has the money? Well, well, you know, uh, just to go back to yeah. earlier, Disney has, the, no, they used to have the money before COVID. Uh, now they're broke as fuck. But, uh, you know, Disney announced that they're going to change it to princess and the frog which uh, an improvement i let's be honest that's an improvement uh but is it perfect of course not no no uh before we go into maybe why the princess and the frog would be kind of problematic is there some kind of weird like imagery of the song of the south that pertains to splash mountain i don't i don't think we see the crows um, cause again, this was, this was made in the eighties. So like they were at least somewhat race conscious, um, a lot more, uh, especially after the passing of the civil rights bill. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I mean, there's like the closer we can get to racism, I, at least overt racism other than the whole thing existing would probably be, be like, uh, Br'er Fox. Who's like basically Cajun. Um, and depending on how you, uh, uh, depending on how you categorize Cajuns, uh, if you want to pull out your skull ca- uh, calipers uh, and try to classify the Cajuns, go for it. Uh, I don't give a shit. But I think that's the closest like we can get. 
<laughs> okay. In, in right. the actual ride itself. All right. So, all right. Let's move on to Princess and the Frog. Um, I've recently watched Princess and the Frog because I have a toddler who likes certain Disney movies. She likes the better ones. She, weirdly enough, good she's kind of <laughs> yeah. She has good taste. Like Moana all day, um, Princess and the Frog. She she's she left that one alone, and. Let, she's colored. She's you know of she's a person of color, so you would think, oh, Tiano, that is someone a, a role model. She's a hard worker, and she has a goal of having her own restaurant. In she pulled New herself up by her bootstraps. <laughs> yep, just like Negroes are supposed to do, pull themselves up by their bootstraps if they had boots. Some real Booker T. Uh, Washington shit. <laughs> exactly, um, but. As a two-year-old, I think she found it a little bullshit. And for various reasons. Um, I don't know how this ride's going to change to reflect Princess and a Frog. But in order to get to the antagonist, you're going to do... you got to do some offensive shit. Um, particularly, um, I don't know how many... Of our listeners, if we have listeners still, um, we have them. <laughs> there are there's there's dozens, the, of them, dozens, <laughs> dozens, dozens. Um, are familiar with the traditions of voodoo or hoodoo or Santeria or Candomblé or Ifa, and if you don't know what those are, that's okay. There's a reason why you don't. And if you think they're all the same shit, well, you should probably be get kicked in the balls, uh, or well, I mean, if you really think about are. it, uh, Catholics and Protestants uh, are literally the same thing, uh, and that's why we hate both. <laughs> True, <laughs> but the thing is, when you watch portrayals of Catholics or Protestants in movies, they do acknowledge they usually the nuance. don't, yeah. Yeah, they, they acknowledge the nuance, and they usually don't make shit up. Just completely just make shit up. And there's, like, a voodoo priest who's, like, doing all his weird spells and magic and shit that has nothing to do with actual voodoo. But they act as, oh, this is voodoo. And look how evil he is. Ooh, evil. And I'm like, Damn. Disney, I thought we were past that, you know, like past the this magical is Disney. evil. You're, you're never past anything with Disney. <laughs> True. So you have the confluence of respectability uh, politics, um, lies and disinformation, misinformation about uh, voodoo. A literal link- real life religion. <laughs> exactly. Which is to you know obviously Christian supremacy um just the social relations of that time period in New Orleans seems a bit off and yeah. um yeah that's something I've, yeah. I've noticed specifically it's like there's there's not as much mention uh because I think this is like 19 
twenties or thirties, because like Tiana's dad like uh, died in World War One, I, I think, or like he was a veteran of World War One, yeah. and like there's no mention of at least again there's no ex- super explicit mention of Jim Crow, which like was already basically in place in the deep in like the South, especially Louisiana. Um, so like, but also like her relationship with. Um, ah, shit, what's what's the white girl's character? I never bothered to learn her name. Oh yeah, I was like ah, fuck, fuck her. I, I hate her. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, whatever. It, white girl, the Becky. white, the rich white girl, yeah, uh, the the the, the Becky, uh, or like uh, Stacy or some some white, some super white name. Uh, like their relationship, like there's a little bit of a power dynamic, and like you know she's white and rich, and Tiana's poor and black. So there is, like, this kind of power dynamic, um, but also, like, the fact that, like, they're even, like, seem to be real genuine friends at all is, like, incredibly, like, strange, if only because of the class and race barrier. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, like, uh, uh, I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe it's a one-in-a-million friendship, whatever. But, like, uh, the white girl's dad is also, like, relatively respectful and, like, uh, of Tiana, which that's what I start calling bullshit. Like it, like there's like no, there's no way uh, a rich white Southerner uh, whose money is literally made off of the exploitation of black people will be that nice and see Tiana. Oh, well, there is a way anywhere near as much as anywhere near as much as an equal. Well, there is a way, and this is why. One other thing for me, living in the South, I lived in Atlanta for about four years, and kind of got to see how the interplay of that shit. And I don't think it's really that different now than it was then. Because um, you had, you knew which white people were down with black folks and which ones weren't. I'm pretty sure that was the same dynamic back then. But this is what, um, which they, in a Disney movie, they can't even discuss this because um, there's a good chance Tiana's mom and this dude Dad, they were they were fucking. Oh, you're going there. Yeah, that's how it makes sense. That doesn't that make I mean, it worse. <laughs> it makes it worse. But no, this is the thing. These these people aren't. It isn't like segregation wasn't like. Oh, you never seen a black person. You can live in that world and never be bothered with them. Black people were always there, and white people were always there. They had oh, yeah. separate shit, and they're forced to kind of do things, but. It's not like in the North where, okay, you just get a wise them and you never have to deal with them unless, you know, you want to destroy their communities and build a freeway. So because of that, there was a lot of folks who became secretly black, but they were able to pass. There were a lot of folks. They were just all fucking. But the same stigma that is attached to it then exists now, but... In a, in a muted form, but I think they were fucking, and they can't talk about fucking when it comes to Disney movies and interracial <laughs> fucking. I fucking swear, dude, every single time, it's like, you're, you're, you're like, <laughs> this is why I love you so much, dude, because, like, you just go for, like, you, you pass 10, you go straight to 11. <laughs> it's like, they're fucking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so yes, that's that's one possible, that, that's one possibility, I guess, of why he's he's so 
at least relatively respectful of of Tiana. I I I personally think that it's bullshit, and it's just like the writers didn't want to really go acknowledge uh, racism that much in the first uh, black uh, Disney princess during the fucking 1920s or 30s um, in the Deep South. Uh, but, you know, eh, who the fuck knows? Any, like, who the fuck knows? Who, who the fuck knows? Uh, they don't they have to anything. be mutually exclusive. And they're, they're not mutually exclusive. You're, you're, you, you are correct. Um, but yeah, so there's that. But then there's like the ending... Well, no, spoilers for, like, a fucking 10-year-old movie uh, yeah. <laughs> that was, like, massively popular. Um, you know, at the end, like, they go through the whole rigmarole of the the princess, and she, she's the princess, and uh, there's the other good... The, uh, the, the black, kind of European-coded prince. Um, you know, they, they... You know, he becomes a frog, they kiss, whatever, happily ever after... And then, like, at the end, she gets, like, the money she needs from the her, her, her friend's uh, plantation-owning dad, probably. Um, and she gets her own restaurant. And then she's, she, she's, moved, she's done the Booker T. Washington uh, Niagara Falls Compromise. Um, and uh, she has become a member of the petite bourgeoisie. She's done it! <laughs> Yeah, but with royalty, with a royal claim. She yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. She, she's like she, she marries like the fucking uh, literal like again like they never specify where, but it's very European coded. Um, you know, European fucking aristocracy. <laughs> yeah, so she jumped up a few classes. Yeah. So she's a class trader, is what I'm saying. She's a class trader. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we can't ha- we can't play favorites when the revolution comes. Uh, we can't, you know. So you know, she's gonna be guillotined with the rest of them. You know, with, with, <laughs> with, with, along with her with her friend with her rich you know piece of shit friend and her and her friends uh, fucking uh, piece of shit dad. <laughs> yeah, you know your your story is admirable, Tiana, but you you gotta go. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we, we we don't make the rules here. Uh that's just that's just how it goes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got dark incredibly quickly. <laughs> um but you know, like there's you know, the the very clear and obvious Splash Mountain, there's then there's like the whole Tiana thing and and the re-theme um to Splash Mountain that's coming. But you know, Disneyland is more than than just one ride. It's it's a whole uh, world, you can say, of uh, incredibly racist depictions, uh, both past and present. Yeah, past and present, and without trees, for whatever reason, they had no trees in this <laughs> racist past and present. Okay, I'm I I remember because you texted me this uh, before before we, when I pitched you the idea. You texted me. There's no fucking trees, and it's like it's it it's hot. It's like well, yes, it's one. It's Southern California. Um, you know, fucking deal with it. Also, it's never that hot unless it's the summer. And if you're going in the oh. summer, you, you, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you're doing it wrong. Uh, that's just uh, the objective truth. Listeners, if you go to Disneyland during the summer, you're doing it wrong. Um, okay, so... <laughs> time out. Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to fight about this. 
I, oh, yeah. Again, we, I we, live next to Disneyland. I I used to go there as back in back when I was a kid when uh, the season passes weren't like eight hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> well, check this out. When I went as a kid, I was like nine years old, and um, I went during the the factory shutdown that happened every year in my where my where my mother worked. They were shut down for like two weeks in August because that was the time where like, well, shit, she had a couple vacation days and then she's getting paid time off because they're shutting down the whole factory. Like time to go to Disneyland. So here's this working class mother taking her three well, I should say two unruly kids. I was actually pretty fucking good. But anyway. <laughs> I was the good one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, way, way to throw I'm your siblings under the bus. <laughs> they know who they are. They know who they are. And uh, that was the only opportunity to visit my Teal Noel, go hang out in Fullerton, and then go to Disneyland. And it was hot as hell. And they know it's hot as hell in Southern California, yet they chose not to do anything about shade or even a common space. Someone can just kind of go under and just be They're, cool with like a fan or some shit. I, I, I'm going to interject cool. here. I need to interject here on two things. One I mean, very, very obviously, Disney is a capitalist, uh, capitalist entity, and they want you to like spend money on like water or ice cream or fucking whatever. Um, but also, they want you to get into the rides uh, because, like, that way, like the 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 actual rest of the park is not as crowded because crowding is, uh, has always been an issue with Disney. Um, so they want you in like the lines or the or the crowds, uh, at least within the For buildings three proper. Hours. The, the buildings proper that are anchored that are shaded and air conditioned uh, that we need to acknowledge that but also too there are there are places where you can like be in the shade in Disneyland like New Orleans, that that there's a huge green space um in in uh ironically enough New Orleans Square <laughs> uh right by the train station there's like there's a bunch of that there's um there's like Basically, almost all of uh, Tomorrowland is shaded. There's like sh- there's places we can just sit down in the fucking shade. Uh, you know, there's uh, all the Fantasyland. Uh, when once you get once you get in, like that's pretty nice and air conditioned. It's it's very quaint. Uh, also, those rides are really underrated. Uh, I'm just I need to put that there. Uh, you know, and again, they there 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 is shade if you know where to find it. And I and and like usually you can. Again, just look. There, there are trees. I'm, I'm. I need to put this in here because I, I, I keep hearing tourists, uh, complaining online, because I am, I, I, I'm somewhat plugged in, and I do acknowledge, and I, I, I keep track of this theme park shit because I live next to one. Uh, it's the tourists constantly complaining about. Oh, there's no shade. I, 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 I'm sorry I have to call you out, Brandon. I'm sorry. I'm calling you out here. I'm writing the Tumblr post right now. <laughs> uh, you're calling me out as a tourist, which was fine because <laughs> I was, I mean, I I was mean, a tourist and I was dying. And it was hot as shit in, in Disneyland and Disney World, too. 
No, Disney, Disney World, World is, Disney is, World's a different story. It, they they can fuck off. <laughs> Disney World is probably even worse. Um It's Orlando, so say, it's so it's humid. The, the 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 heat sticks to you. You know, I'm just gonna say it. Um as far as my opinion, the Universal Studios franchise or their theme parks way better than Disney. Oh shit. Now 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 you're fucking starting fights, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you want to die? <laughs> Do you want to get ratioed? <laughs> I'll take that shitty. At least I can get on the rides. That's the one thing. Like, I, that's, a, that's a sign of a bad theme park. <laughs> the fact that there's no one there. No. I think the fact that they have multiple rides and they just do better and more rides... Like, why aren't there, like, three teacups everywhere all around Disney? There's only one fucking teacup ride. Everybody wants to ride the teacups. Like, put them all around the park. It doesn't have to be, like, location-specific. Like no, it, Because it would break the theming, and also, specifically for Disneyland, there's only so much space. Like, they're, they're basically boxed in by Anaheim. So, like... They can only have so much, so they need to, like, basically rations like land. <laughs> but but for but for Disney World, they have. I mean, they can like retheme shit, uh, so yeah. to make sure it doesn't break theming. But like, but they have the land; they can do it if they want. It's just a matter yeah. of money. Disney World, they create their own city. Yeah, Fuck. the the Reedy something Creek Improvement District. Yeah, and I'm um, like. Celebration, that town. That was like a Disney town that they made. The, the cult town? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's fucking weird. I uh my wife has a friend who lives and works at Disney, but her partner was like a Disney groupie from like England. Oh no. <laughs> that, like, that's not oh. a good sign. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Oh, I wish, I wish we lived in celebration. I uh, I strive. My life goal is to live in celebration. And I, he lives in like the weird part of Orlando, where there's Orlando, where there's actual a fucking city in the downtown, and then there's like a freeway that takes you out to a part of Orlando where all the theme parks are. Yeah, and that he lives out there. It is fucking weird. It's swampy. It's weird. Um, it's like living. I can't give you. For our listeners across the world, you have to go to other like tourist traps to really try to understand the vibe. But it's like nothing but like really politically incorrect T-shirt shops. Oh no! And like um, <laughs> like saltwater taffy. I I remember I remember seeing this video by I think it was Bright Sun Films on YouTube. Um, who does like abandoned videos? Like he go he goes into like abandoned like uh, buildings and and stuff, and he goes into background of, of the of it pretty well. He did one on like the freeway leading into Disney, um, and just all the weird like tourist traps that would like spring up on the highway on the way to Disneyland. Uh, but then like they they built another better highway. Um, so like the old highway, the old like road is basically useless and like no one goes down anymore. So they have all these weird dying shops. 
I remember this one that has like this one like weird tourist trap kind of souvenir shop that's like has this giant wizard on the front, uh, like built into the building, and like they went in just to like look at what the fuck they had, and there was a beach towel that just straight up had a fucking like uh, naked woman just out in the open. <laughs> it's like one of the first things you see is like a this naked woman on a fucking beach towel. <laughs> And I was like, yes, this, this yeah. is, this, I want more of this, of this weird shit. <laughs> yeah, that weird shit, and it still exists all across America in a really filthy patina. Uh, you can find it in Daytona Beach. You can find it in, like, Wisconsin Dells in Wisconsin. Um, you can find it in any place that has a bunch of tourists. I imagine like Key oh, West yeah. probably has a bunch of that shit too. But I mean, all, all capitalists are parasites, but these folks are like worse, <laughs> are somehow worse because they're so like it's it, it just the moment you look at it, it just feels slimy and like oh and exploitative. Mm-hmm. But you can't at least for me like I can't help but respect them because like they're just so honest about it. <laughs> Again, it's like Trump where it's like. They are honest about their sliminess. Yeah. And it works. They know they're they know that they're bottom feeders. Oh yeah. And they lean into that shit. Yeah. It's it reminds me of like uh there's like the businesses on Harbor Boulevard on the way to Disneyland in Anaheim. Um and there's like right in front of Disney of the Disneyland like harbor entrance where you walk in. That's where like the biggest businesses are, like McDonald's, um, and like a few hotel like for the kind of better roadside hotels. Uh, but there's this one place called Captain Kid's Buffet. Yes. One of the rated the worst buffet in all of Anaheim. Not, 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 not that specific area. Anaheim, all of it, all buffets, the worst one, worst rated. But because it's like, oh, it's Captain Kid, it's kind of pirate, it's kind of, not really, but kind of pirate themed. Like, fucking a bunch of shitty, dumb kids who don't know be- who don't know what real theming is, uh, who don't know the real technical aspect of the behind proper theming, uh, drag their fucking like dupe parents in, and like they just I- I've literally been down that street. Uh, I've I've seen like families walk out just with this giant, with with the look of disappointment on their faces. Like a kind of disappointment where you've just lost, like you you feel like you just lost a bunch of money on the roulette tables in Vegas, you know. And you're just wondering why, <laughs> like why did I do that? <laughs> that's that's the look on the faces they have. So again, I'm sorry. This is originally wow. about racism in Disneyland, and we'll we'll get back to it. But we need to talk about like again. This is these are this is kind of stuff where you, like once you get into, you can't stop because there's just so much and. It's so fucking blatantly obvious just how bad it is. <laughs> and Captain Kid is like the epitome of it. Well, and we'll we'll pivot back towards Disney and how awful and racist they are, but I for my last note on this, this is this could be a really great new other segment of like discussing Americana and its decay because in the tourist industry when shit just looks like it's like, oh, People used to come here. Now they don't anymore. Yeah, they they, uh, they they tried, but they like they tried to to do theming or to do some weird gimmick, but they kind of half-assed it. But it, like back then, it was good enough. Uh, 
But now it's like just sad because it's because there's clearly been no maintenance. That kind of shit. Yeah. That's my America. I love that shit. <laughs> that is America, dude. <laughs> Crumbling <laughs> Empire. Hell yeah, let's do it. Nice. That's gonna be so the, Disney... that's gonna be all of America in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Once they turn us out and the, then the Chinese decide they don't want to come and be tourists in America or the Japanese or wherever they got money. Yep, the whole country. It's gonna look like it's gonna look like Santa's Santa's Village. Oh my! Santa's Village uh, during the summer. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, there's a whole, there's a theme park called Santa's Village. I'll send you the video because they did it abandoned on that. That is uh, righteous. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! But maybe, but maybe not as entertaining as the new Splash Mountain ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so okay, thank you for transitioning us so you know splash mountain tiana all that we, we've already discussed it but let's move on to the rest of the park uh and we're talking about things that are specifically at the park um or at least kind of adjacent to it for the most part so i i think we can start with the present the stuff that's happening now uh and probably one of the biggest uh m- at least more obvious, like, ooh, that did not age well. Uh, probably the, 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 at least the last time I went on, which was a couple months before clo- Disneyland closed down to COVID, there was still the the uh, uh, Native American scene in Peter Pan's ride. Mm. Yeah, which again was like, oh, which tribe are they or like what general area are they from or no they're just like the generic like 1940s movie where you just you need indians they have like the headbands which again most native american groups don't do headbands really um you know they they have like the drum and they're sync they're dancing but it's no actual real dance that they do they just it's a dance and that's basically it. They don't have any... There's nothing more... It's not more to any actual real-life culture. It's just, here's Native Americans. Don't they look strange? <laughs> yeah. Don't they have a little bit of that... Whoa, 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 bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I think... I think... Again, it, it's... I mean, the ride was built in, like, the 50s, so I'm not surprised at all that <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah. Fuck. So, I mean, there's definitely some vestiges of the bygone past, but the fact that that, that they're still they still remain, they're still there. They they never got after, rid of. They never yeah. changed it. It's like you think that like at least post nineties, you would like you think they would like oh maybe we should like. Because they did some refurb. They did, like, some pretty big refurbishments to, like, all those Fantasyland rides a um, couple couple years ago. And, you know, that, that would have been the perfect time. Like, okay, get rid of that really fucked up scene. It's really messed up. And, like, put in literally anything else. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's space. Let the Imagineers do their job and come up with something cool and interesting. Uh, but they're like, no. The, the incredibly insensitive, fucked up, uh, and horribly inaccurate Native, Native American Indian scene uh, stays. And, uh, yeah. That's Gotta how have it, is. it, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta have it. <laughs> it's it's ne- it's required. You're going against Walt's vision. <laughs> so, any any um, last thing thoughts about where Disney's going I mean, in this whole ride thing? There, there's been rumors um, from some from some like people who who have made accurate leaks uh, about stuff in the past that like. Oh, Disney actually has like a like the, after Black Lives Matter happened um, in like 2018. Uh, or I think it was around 2018, 2019. Uh, Disney created a list of all the problematic stuff in their parks and gener- and like in the company in general. Um, oh my god, I, I I think I just remembered. I think the the tobacco Indian is still there on, on Main Street. Did they get rid of him? Ooh. Oh my god, wait, wait, wait. I, uh, I need to look this up. Wait, is this... I think he's still there! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they never got rid of him! <laughs> like, you literally can't smoke in the park, but apparently, like, having a tobacco... Like, a cigar store Indian, like, is, is fine? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh yeah, 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 you know. Go to the res. You get tobacco from an Indian all the time. Oh my god! What the fuck, Disney? Uh, I I'm sorry. I just need like two seconds to think about this shit for a second. I just need two seconds. I was like, what? The? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Disney created a list that I'm pretty sure the the, the cigar store Indian is is on the list. Uh, if it's not, that is not a good list. Uh, but, they, but you know, like, uh, you know, they, they created the list and it was like, and Splash Mountain was on it. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're going to start working their way through it. Like, again, only as they feel needed because changing things costs money and Disneyland, they love to spend money on like the, the attractions, things that will make them money. But if it's like, oh, it, all it does is, you know, Get rid of a horror, you know, an offensive stereotype. Um, but you know, how many Native Americans actually go to Disneyland? Is you know, does the cost? Is, is the is it worth? Is the return on investment uh, good enough? Those those are the things that are going through their heads. Not is it wrong? Morality and respect have nothing to do with it. Because again, we need to. We everyone needs to understand that. Disney Disney is a capitalist entity. Its sole reason for existence is profit. Uh, it just happens to be good at making you know movies for the most part, um, and it just happens to be you know have like the Pride Day or whatever on in Disneyland, which is no actually properly acknowledge. It's not it's not like Dapper Day where they have like kind of uh, support from the company. That's just a thing that like they kind of par- almost parasitically like occasionally t- latch onto and that's only been a thing mm. since like the uh approval for gay marriage flipped the 50 percent plus the, the 51 percent mark before it was like oh, wow. not really well liked by the company because like they thought it would eat into their profits <laughs> because like oh all these people being openly gay i don't know about this this is anaheim after all so <laughs> like this is orange county <laughs> um so 
again, if it if they think it will make them money in the long term, or hell, even the short term, especially the short term, they'll do it. I'm pretty sure that's why they changed uh, the the. Uh, remember that scene in Pirates where there's they're basically doing literal sexual slavery. They're selling they're selling women into into slavery. Um, the auction scene. You know what? I never watched that movie, but now that you tell me this, no, 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 it's I the right. It's the right. It's oh, the right. Ride. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, you know, with the auctioneer and like, there's like the redhead who's like, who seems to be super into being sold, uh, <laughs> into being sold into slavery, uh, to some like, yeah. pro- some pirate who probably has like a million, a million gene- uh, venereal diseases. Uh, yeah. Which again, there, there's there's a whole sexism on that. Uh, you know, they, they changed her out. They changed that whole scene from selling a uh, woman into slavery uh, into, you know, quote unquote, auctioning off uh, people, uh, like all the loot they, they stole from people. And now the redhead is not a product to be sold, but now she's a pirate herself. Who knows how many people oh. she's killed for money. But then again, they're rich people, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. They're colonizers. Fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was probably on the list when they made the change. So again, these changes are going to happen over time, but they're not going to happen without people pressuring them. Well, at least without Disney feeling pressure to, um, and if it makes sense for them money wise. Yeah, you know, what do you expect of a amoral corporation? Founded by a literal Nazi. Yeah. God damn old Disney. I still remember those Hirohito <laughs> cartoons. Oof. I mean, yeah, Japanese Empire, bad, obviously, but like, god damn, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. They made, they made Hitler and Mussolini look like way cooler than like uh, Hirohito. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't make him look like a human, actually. Yeah, that was kind of, yeah. With the buck teeth and everything. Ugh. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, that's you know, Disneyland. It's it's a land of contrasts. <laughs> in this essay. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Very diplomatic way of putting that. Thank you, Byron. Thank you, Brandon. All right, stop recording. Okay, gang. We come to the end of another episode. I hope we ruined your childhood. And um, if we haven't yet, uh, just give this a re-listen. But um, I would like to invite you all to um, follow us on Twitter at movement underscore color. And maybe kick us some cash at uh, our Patreon page. That's patreon.com backslash movement of color. Again, my name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo. And until next time. Adios. Of color.